gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Melissa Itell Duran, uh, just a renaissance woman, easiest way to say it. She does so many things so well, and she's a novelist. She's a, she's an author. Uh, she's a dancer. She's a, an educator, uh, a mom, a, uh, a, a wife. Uh, she does all of these things so well, and, of course, radio show host each and every week. Uh, absolutely thrilled to be her co-pilot, Frank McKay, here. Much more importantly, MelissaIteldJoran.com is a great place to go to uh, as a starting point. Check out the two documentaries. Check out Melissa Vision on TV, uh, Roku, and Amazon Fire, and, uh, and, and check out check out the documentary. She's wonderful. Frank McKay here. Melissa, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. Uh, are we expanding a little? Uh, the Republican field is uh, is in my imagination. Does it seem to be getting a little bit larger? Uh, it is. It's growing as as we 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 imagined it would. And, and uh, news travels very fast. That uh, Chris Christie is going to announce uh, early this coming week, followed by Mike Pence. Wow. Oh boy. Yeah, that's a big splash, uh, no <laughs> pun intended. But I mean, Chris Christie, right? Him and then the former vice president. Um, yeah, I wonder now has has former President Trump commented on those two coming in? Um, not directly. No, I mean, it, you know, he did earlier in the year when uh, Nikki Haley declared her candidacy. She said that he wished her well and thought she would. You know, she had every right to, to declare her candidacy, and, and, and the same with Tim Scott. But, no, I really haven't heard much uh, regarding Chris Christie or Mike Pence. And we know Chris Christie had a falling out with, with Trump. He actually started it over the 2020 election. He turned on him. He used to be his, you know, his loyal number one fan, thinking he might get uh, the VP spot or, or, or chief of staff or some, you know, some appointment, but instead he got nothing. He just got left holding the uh, the McDonald's bags, the empty McDonald's <laughs> bags. <laughs> yeah, we know why it was empty too. I mean, you just take. A look. <laughs> we do. I don't want to fat shame him. Yeah, I don't want to fat shame him. But he's gonna he's gonna hear all those jokes. He's gonna hear those jokes from from now till forever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can't stop people on social media for doing things. And um, I don't know. I, look, Pence is a nightmare. And both the guys are a nightmare because I think Christie's going to be hard-hitting against Trump. And Pence, and, and I'm not saying they're going to take significant votes, but they're going to be there pounding, pounding, pounding. And Pence is the former vice president, of course, uh, to uh, President Trump. And, and the question is, well, if your former boss is, is running, you mustn't think he can do a very good job uh, if you're running as well. Um, and if you uh, if you think about it, um, Pence is uh, is a disaster because of the the January sixth situation. It's it, it's got to be for anti-Trumpers. Um, Pence getting in there and Christie getting in there has to be a positive thing. Well, it, it's only going to uh, it's not going to really affect anything. It's only going to boast, bolster you know Trump's numbers. I mean the real the real race the real fight is between Trump 
Yes. And and uh, DeSantis. These other people are just fodder for amusement. I mean, Pence, we know he's, he's now the arch enemy of of his former boss. Uh, it's you know they're not going to they're not going to go far. I mean whether or not they they realize that or they're in denial, which I think most of them are. They're or they're just trying to you know get get more money that they uh, they can use for other you know pursuits. I mean where's how how, how realistic are um, are Christie's chances? I mean this is a this is a, a this is a revenge thing for him. You know he's got an axe to grind. And uh, I, I, his, he's really a, a very, a very big long shot. And Pence, we, we know we've heard it here and there. You know, you, you, you see he's, he sends out emails all the time. He's involved with a PAC, you know, and he's claiming to fight for America's values and all that other rhetoric. And that's just, that was just a smokescreen for this announcement, which is coming, I believe, on June 7th. Mm, right. Wow. Well, look, just to clarify, like, I don't think those those people have a chance. I don't think anybody has a chance other than Trump and, and or DeSantis. Uh, those are the uh, those are the two front runners for sure. But why it's a nightmare for for Trump is because it, it's people that are going to be uh, in different forums. Even if Trump doesn't show up, those mm-hmm. two. Uh, those two are going to be uh, forced to answer certain questions, and and not even forced. They're going to be welcoming, uh, you know, those questions, and and they're going to tee off on Trump. So it's going to be a, a beatdown on Trump, and Trump's going to have to respond to all of these things, including you know, uh, you, you know, people trying to, well, wanting to kill Pence, hang Mike Pence, or whatever, and and how he wasn't somehow responsible for that sentiment happening. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. I mean, Pence. We know. We know the story. We know how he he refused to give in. He refused to, uh, you know, to disrupt the the um, cert- the election certification proceedings. He said he was following his constitutional duty. And and remember how how everybody, uh, all of the uh, the participants, the, and I don't mean just the people, the 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 people who stood by and watched, but the participants of this were saying, were yelling, you know, where's Mike? And, and Trump was aiding and abetting them, um, and, and so that was where the fallout began. But um, neither neither person is going to really score an impact here. It's just going. And, and in fact, there's a there's a the first debate is coming up at the end of um, end of the summer, early fall. Trump is not going to participate because he feels his numbers are just way too high. It's ridiculous for him. He says it would only invite. Um, uh, in trouble because everybody would take a pot shot at him. Yeah, well, it, I don't blame him um, from a political standpoint. If I was advising Trump, I'd say, "Don't go in. Why? Why go yeah. in? You, you right, know, let right. them let them debate and you comment on on what they have to say, and then he'll do his uh, whole Donald Trump thing." And uh, I don't think it's a bad strategy him staying out. Frank McKay here, Melissa I tell com is the place to go. Uh, Frank McKay with Melissa, I tell Jaron, um, think about that, right? I mean, if you were advising Trump, uh, why, why go into these debates? Right, because, well, he, he, he feels he's got to, you know, he, he doesn't have anything to gain. It's going to be petty squabbles. Uh, and why get, why get involved with that? Stay above the fray. That's his, his opinion. I mean, the, the real fight is going to be between DeSantis and, and Trump. And we have yet to see it really begin. 
and these other people will start to fall by the wayside gradually as, as the primary season gets underway. Yeah, I wonder if there's a different way to look at this, and we won't know till it starts, but um, is, is there a chance if DeSantis, and I'm not sure he's the greatest debater in the world, right? I don't, we, we haven't seen him other than Florida, uh, you know, in, in his debates in Florida. I don't remember anything really standing out. He's not, he's not a dynamic speaker per se, you know, he's, he's not a, um, you know, he's not a, a, a bucket full of charisma either, you know, he's, uh, (laughs) I love that phrase, bucket full of charisma. No, (laughs) no, he isn't. I love that. Yeah, he's not. And I, you know, I've, I've heard, you know, different people, you know, like, uh, like try to define what his personality is. It's, it's, it's a little mean, actually, right? He's like a he's mm-hmm. got a he's got like a mean persona going, and and the people you know the people who like Trump and and like him like mean. It's just that Trump is is much more glib, you know, and uh, than than DeSantis is. Uh, so it this could this could weaken uh, DeSantis. But I'll go back to my my um, original point, and that is. Uh, if I'm Trump, I'm not going anywhere near these debates. Let them beat the hell out of each other. And there might be somebody that emerges. Maybe it's a Tim Scott that emerges. I know he's not going to he's not going to win and he's not going to get anywhere there. But somebody's got to emerge as being like the fan favorite, as being the the winner of the debates. And I, I don't know who that's going to be, but maybe an early favorite would be Tim Scott. Right. Does he have a chance mm-hmm. where where people are going to like him the best out of the debaters? And of course, Trump will be on the other side. And that'll be great news for Trump because that's just weakening DeSantis. Is, is there any truth to what I'm saying? Uh, Could that happen? Well, I mean, it's kind of early to say. I mean, Tim, Tim Scott, you know, seems it is, it has a very compelling story. Um, could he be a VP candidate? Probably. Um, would Trump consider him? I don't know. Um, he's he's fallen under attack, of course, by the, you know, the left wing crowd, the View, uh, other people who say that he's out of touch with the struggles of of ordinary Americans, with with uh, Americans of 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 of, uh, 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 of, of colored Americans, of, of dark skinned Americans, brown and black skinned Americans, and everybody in between, because he doesn't recognize. He refuses to say that that everybody can't be self-made and sometimes you need help you can't just pull yourself up by the the, you know by the bootstraps yeah right uh nikki haley again i think she's playing for second place she's uh Mm -hmm. she wants the vice president's spot and um yeah this there's no way there's going to be a trump uh, DeSantis ticket, right? I mean, you just it, it, you see that no, in any no, no possibility no. I mean, of that happening no. at this point. And, and, no, and 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 the the most basic reason is they they both come from Florida. Well, oh I yeah, right. You, you can't have it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I, I I think the first time in history when something like that was proposed, um, it was during the '76 uh, Republican convention, and um, Reagan. Who? Or I'm sorry, not the. I think it was the 80. Yes, it was the 80, 1980 Republican convention. Jimmy Carter was running for re-election, in a bitter battle well, with, uh, with um, Ted Kennedy, and um, 
in, in the, on the Republican side, um, Reagan wanted to offer, wanted to make some, do some, you know, come up with some innovative um, ticket, um, a, a ticket formation. He, he would be the head of the ticket, obviously, and former President Ford would be the co-president, which is, you know, and that didn't take off because they were both from California. Ford had moved to California. Yeah. After the pre- his presidency, so that 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 wasn't going to go anywhere. So yeah, they you, you can't have two from the same state. So uh, and even if things were hunky dory, there would and, and let's say um, I don't know Donald Trump decided to make New York his 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 state of residence, which will, he, he isn't because he's, he, he nobody wants him in New York and he doesn't want to go back there. Uh, it just wouldn't ha- it would just never happen. Yeah. No. No. No question there. The uh, the one thing. That I, I, I that I think of historically. That's a very interesting point about Ford, uh, and that's that's not that's not talked about all that often. That there was that that play, and uh, and not in place, but it, that was being talked about back then. That's uh, very very interesting, and nobody thinks of of Ford. I mean, you think of, uh, of President Ford from from uh, as a Midwesterner, not a, a California person, but of course Betty Betty uh, Ford uh, loved the. Um, uh, you know the uh, the West Coast and uh, and Gerald Ford did too and uh, yeah that was an issue but the other thing was uh, was in the 2000 election um, Cheney was uh, from Texas and and of course the governor of Texas was um, was running and that was George W Bush and um, and they I guess they switched Cheney over to Wyoming uh, to make that happen right I don't know when that that switch made but it was. It was obviously legally in time to do so, but I mean, let's face it, Cheney is much more of a Texan than he is uh, from Wyoming, and I know he might have started out life there or whatever, but uh, Dick Cheney really um, came to prominence when it, when he was with the other Bush, you know, George Herbert Walker Bush, um, as as part of the Joint Chiefs of uh, Staff with uh, with Colin Powell. I, I always saw him as a Texan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, true. So they they made that change. So I mean, they could, uh, you know, uh, Florida aside, uh, uh, you know, Trump could move anywhere uh, anywhere he wanted to. I just don't think he ever would, because he's not the one that's gonna uh, that's gonna change. And obviously, the governor of Florida has to remain a resident of Florida. But I I think for other reasons, just because the two men uh, are are getting to the point of hatred. And um, and I think it's just going to get deeper and deeper as they uh, as they start attacking each other. And neither one of them are big on forgiveness. You know, I mean, they uh, they're, they're going to this is going to get worse before it gets better. And I don't know that it ever gets better. I mean, it gets better, uh, I guess, if, uh, if if Trump is the the anointed one. Uh, just like it was with Ted Cruz. I mean, Ted Cruz, uh, he called him Lying Ted, and he called Little Marco. They all rallied around the um, the candidate. They rallied around uh, soon-to-be President Trump, and uh, and I guess anything could happen, but not on the same ticket. I couldn't. I I can't see that happening. No, <clears throat> no, that that's not going to happen at all. Um, I, you know, at the, at this point. Trump does have a, a lead over DeSantis, but if you want to really, you know, you you, you want to talk about VP candidates, which I think is kind of early, but possible. I don't think you can count out um, uh, Cal- Carrie Lake, who's still hanging in there, or 
um, you know, anybody out, you know, anybody, any of the other secondary, second or third, uh, tertiary tier um, candidates uh, as of now. But I, I think we're going to see. We might see more of that after after Pence. And, uh, eventually, they're all going to fall by the wayside. Yeah, no, no question, um, no question there. Frank McKay here with Melissa Itell Jordan. Um, once again, I, you know when when we take a look at what's um, what's going on, what's developing, um, I I really I, I'm I, you know I'm, I'm I hate to say it, but not a lot has changed yet, and, and I don't know why. And even though DeSantis is in there yet, uh, have the numbers changed? As uh, I, I know, he's still ahead of DeSantis. But did he close the gap? And, and pardon my ignorance on this, but I, I just uh, I, I haven't looked. Are the are the numbers tighter now that DeSantis uh, announced? Not not really, not really. I mean, Trump does have a he has a substantial lead. I mean, as of now, it's kind of early. We haven't gotten into any you know any real debates. If he has to debate, I think he'll be forced to, to confront DeSantis when the time comes. Yeah, it's uh, look. You know, it's it's a complicated thing. I've been saying all along, as soon as DeSantis gets in, that the numbers will shrink. And, and it, it, we just we haven't seen that happen yet. But I don't know that I, I don't know that people are focused on it. I, I know they always say, you know, people don't focus on politics until after Labor Day. And, huh, yeah. you know, you know, we're just after Memorial Day here. So there's a lot there's a lot of time between now and uh, and Labor Day, and then you know, of course, things kick in. Uh, I I also think in this particular case, uh, nobody's going to focus on anything until Iowa. Does Trump even show up to Iowa? That's a good question. I I don't see why he shouldn't. But then he 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 wouldn't want to be associated with um, you know, with them, with the rest of the pack. Right. He he's above them. He's you know he's he's the guy they've got to catch. There's no. Um, uh, you know, there's no uh, no catching Trump unless you you uh, unless he allows you to be on the same uh, situation. I'm going to go to Iowa just to uh, just to uh, snoop around and, and meet some of these people, maybe, and you know, see what the Nikki Haley's of the world are like uh, up close. <laughs> I did that in 2016. I did it in New Hampshire, and. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I went over there to see what everybody was, and I, I, I met Christy, and I met Ted Cruz, and I met um, uh, Marco Rubio, and, wow. uh, and uh-huh. you know, it was like it, just a quick little uh, thing. But you, you did kind of see what they were, um, uh, you, you did kind of uh, get a, a vibe of what was going on there. Chris Christie I met coming out of a pizza parlor, you know, ironically, you know. <laughs> <laughs> How? What do you know? How many pies he ordered? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's walking out of a pizza parlor, and and it was a it, it was a scheduled meeting. You know, he was like set to to meet there. It was it was designed, and he was walking out of it. And I said, "Hey, Governor, how are you?" And you know, I I, I just you know said a couple of words with him. We shook hands and uh, said a couple of things. But it's um it it's going to be a show. But Bernie Sanders and uh, and Trump. <laughs> we're in a whole different category. And, you know, I guess Hillary, too, you know, obviously Hillary. But they were in a whole different category in 2016. Um, there, there was the group, and then there was was them. Bernie Sanders had, I think he was the only other one 
other than Hillary and 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 Trump, who had um, um, a secret ser- uh, you know secret service assigned to them because his numbers you have to have a certain amount of numbers. It's not like Nikki Haley has um, you know she, actually she reminds me who was the boy this is terrible but who was the the woman she was the CEO of um, of of Staples or something like that. Um, oh um. Uh... Isn't oh. it, how quickly we forget! My God, I took. I know. I remember. I remember from the the one the the controversial woman associated with. Um, Farina. Um, for, uh, uh, Carly for Carly Fiorina, and then Fiorina. the other one was Meg Whitman. Yes, I talked to both of them. I met both of them, mm-hmm. but but um, Fiorina, uh, I I actually spent a little bit of time with. I don't know, like ten fifteen minutes, talking to her, and this was the day before she left. I think this was the the very day before uh, before she left, and she was blown away by like how nasty it was. Like she was she was in, like in shock. She was with some people, and um, and she said something to me like you know that she she couldn't believe how, <laughs> and you know I felt like saying yeah who would think politics especially presidential politics could get nasty you know I mean of course of course it's going to be nasty you know, but uh, and and I don't you know I don't look at her as being you know she's she's the CEO. I mean, she had to climb the ladder and, and, you know, she's no joke. I mean, she's a serious yeah, individual. But, but, you know, she had a, uh, she ruined that whole company and, and cost, uh, she left with a very nice package, uh, but she, uh, the employees, the rest of the company didn't yeah. because of, of what she did. Yeah. Right. She ran it into the ground, right? She, right. Yeah. Yes, she did. She did. She really did. But she really got beat up there, and she was, mm-hmm. you could see her, the, you know, like emotionally being wrecked. Uh, you know, she was doing this event, but, it, you know, uh, she she all but was admitting that she's leaving the next day. And she didn't admit it, you know, uh, she was going to make her announcement. You could tell she was on her way out. And uh, it's just kind of a unique uh, time period to, to catch somebody there. Uh, you know, and at the same time, like Christie was going to, you know, he was going to run on and, you know, he was enthusiastic and, you know, pumped up, you know, personality and all that. And um, uh, Ted Cruz was, you know, I, I, I caught him uh, outside of like his uh, his RV or something, you know, and I and I was yeah. talking to him for a second. But he was yeah, he was unusual. Maybe uh, he was wondering who the hell I was. It was this guy stalking me, you know, you know? <laughs> I, I just figured, let me, you know, let me meet. Cruz and he was waiting to go into some kind of event um, or whatever and I talked to him and, and I, I think there was somebody else there talking to him and just shook his hand and uh, I, I looked like I was a supporter but uh, you know I was just kind of I wanted to uh, you know kind of look in all of their eyes it's it's a unique bunch I you know would you would you be willing to do this like uh, under different circumstances I mean you know, you're, you're the mother of a special needs child, so obviously you don't have all the time to, in the world, just mm-hmm. to you know go around. And you're, you're, you know, you're a wife and mother, and you know, and a million other things, show host. But I, is this under the right circumstances? Would you have, be, would you be interested in doing this? Going to, to Iowa. Well, I'm, any- no, I'm I'm talking about running for president. I don't mean you. Oh. <laughs> Literally, but I'm saying if you were Carly Fiorina uh, or, or you were you were Meg Whitman, uh, if uh-huh. you were them, I mean, would 
Would you want to dive into this? If you were Nikki Haley, would you want to yeah. dive into this? Well, Nikki Haley's got name recognition. She was a you know, former governor, former U.N. ambassador. Uh, she's got, you know, she, she, she's got name recognition. She's telegenic. Why not? Why not? Right. I, I, I feel the her. same way. Why not? I feel yes, the same way. She's very articulate. Why not? I would too if you know if I were in with with the you know the you know the the uh, the, the the parties that be. I would too if I you know I could. It would you know. But it, it's a brutal race. I mean, you've got to put your ego aside. You've got to have a thick skin. But if you're someone like her, yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's. I, you know, right? Why? Uh, why not? But that's you and me saying that. I mean, we're mm-hmm. you know, we we talk and uh, we uh, we discuss things and whatever. But there's a lot of people, uh, you know, I know who would say, you know, I I just I wouldn't touch this with a ten foot pole. I remember being a kid and and my father was uh, was a teacher, and he was uh, he was telling me about a, a principal uh, that he had, uh, and and the and the principal said. Look, we have leadership in this country, and I think it was, it was during the Carter administration, you know, and, and I was young. I was nine. I think I was 10 or 11, and he said, there is leadership in this country. It's just running Coke and Pepsi and, and Disney and, you know, like any he, he listed the big corporate um, uh, leaders, you know, or the, uh, you know, whatever, and he said, they're not going to come down and get in the middle of uh, this whole thing. This is before Reagan emerged and, and, and all of this, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it it kind of gave me an impression at a very young age that that uh, there are a lot of people that really don't want to do this. And l- let me make let me make a point. Right. The the 18 wasn't it 18 people in 2016 that that showed up. And I think Pataki was in there. Governor Pataki was in there. And uh, um uh, you know, Marco Rubio, but on the Republican side. So if you think about it, how many people in the world want to be president of the United States? You know, you ask that question and, uh, and, and you would be like, oh, millions and millions of people would want it. Mm-hmm. And then you say, well, let's, let's get down to the nitty gritty. How many people would want it and how many people have the feasibility of, of even competing for it? And the answer was, was laid out for us in 2016, and it was 18. You know what I mean? It was 18 people basically that uh, that wanted to be president of the United States, at least from that side. And then you had Bernie and, and Hillary, and there was a right. third person. Right. Who's was, who was that third guy? Um, wasn't there uh. some third character? I can't even remember, but there was there was yeah. somebody. Anyway. Yeah, there probably was, yeah. yeah. But if you think about it, uh, who wants to be president of the United States? Well, about 20 people. That's it. About 20 people that want it and who... Um, who have the wherewithal to actually go in there and that are willing to go there and take a, a, a beating. Frank McKay here, Melissa, I tell com is a place to go to check out the documentaries or Melissa vision on TV, on, on Roku uh, and or Amazon fire. Uh, Frank McKay here with Melissa, but uh, think about it. It's really not, that's not a lot of people when you come down to it. That's not a lot of people for the most powerful position in the world. Uh, it, you know, when you come down, how many people want it? 20, you know, 20. roughly, mm-hmm. roughly 20. If you go by 2016 um, measures. Uh, so, I mean, what is this field going to going to expand to? Where is it now? What is the number of, of people that are announced as a Republican candidate? Do we oh. know? Is it 10? What do we- 
something like that. I I didn't count them individually, but I mean it's it's going to grow. I mean, so I forgot to mention Asa Hutchinson. Oh right. Is also in yeah, and and then we have um, you know we had Tim Tim Scott a few weeks ago. Of course, DeSantis entered late. You know that was the big uh, you know that was that was the big arrival, and then. Um, Oh, who knows who else? I mean, with you know Pence, we were everybody was assuming, but we didn't know if he was actually going to do it. And then Christie all of a sudden got this idea, this brilliant idea. Oh, I have to run. I've got an axe to grind, and this is, you know, I, I could do it. I, you never know. <laughs> Don't count me out. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's, uh, uh, you know, well, well, we'll see. You know, and and again, uh, we we both acknowledge. You and I both acknowledge that. Uh, that uh, Nikki Haley and and Tim Scott are in there for the second spot, and maybe some of these others uh, will emerge as the, as the second spot. But when you um, when you really when you really think about it, so few people are willing to do this. Uh, it, you know that that have a chance to do it. You know, some people just have no idea of uh, of how it go how to go about doing it, and um, uh, you know it's. You know, but again, if you really want it, if you want it badly, uh, you'll figure out how to how to get yourself on that stage of 18 people. Uh, but when uh, when all is said and done, when all is said and done, uh, it, it's probably going to be about 20 people that uh, that are vying for this. And we'll see who emerges. You know, the Rob Robert uh, uh, F. Kennedy Jr. Right. I mean, yes. yeah, I mean, and- will he emerge as, as something a third party candidate, maybe? I don't know about that. I mean, he's, I think he's drawing awareness to why it, it, it might be a good idea to, to open up the Democratic field, although they seem to be, you know, they, they down to, to President Biden. Um, but he's making the – I think he's bringing up a lot of important issues, whether you agree with him or not, about this whole vaccine thing. He's said a lot of things, interesting things about uh, the – the uh, the COVID vaccines and, and and a lot of things that are on people's mind. You know, how just how safe are these things, and when and why were they rushed out? And you usually don't do that with normal uh, with standard vaccinations, and and uh, they they sometimes they've done more harm than good. I mean, he's made he's he's brought this to the discussion, and I think he's 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 drawn a respectable um, percentage of uh, uh, in the polling, but. Um, I don't know where how far his candidacy can can go, and you know, yet yesterday, unfortunately, President or the other day, President Biden was at the um, at the at the graduate the uh, was it the Air Force graduation? Yeah, um, right. Yeah, did he misspeak? He, he, he no, he fell. He fell over a sandbag. Oh. It was it was really hard to watch. I felt very bad for him and and you know this and, and of course you have people make fun of him you know and other people who say well you want this for four more years i mean well he's a puppet he's how can he possibly run anything i mean it was just you know he, he didn't need it i mean so when that happens to us you know we're we're walking we're looking good and all of a sudden we we trip over something we're perfectly fine and boom we're on the floor and you know there are always those idiots who laugh at us but we don't we don't need it. it's the last thing we need it just ruins our day we could become injured and i think he's okay but you know considering considering his age there's always the the threat of um a bone breaking or something something terrible happening and yet it's and it's the optics are not good i mean if he if he breaks a hip and i'm not saying this mm-hmm. flippantly but if he yeah. breaks a hip, he's done. I mean, it's yeah. like I, I, yeah. he can't yeah. run for president from a uh, from a wheelchair or from crutches. Yeah. He's going to yeah. look Although, terrible. 
FDR did, but nobody took pictures of him in those days. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to get that kind of courtesy, uh, uh, no, presidential no. courtesy nowadays. No, no, no longer. But and and FDR was in his 60s. Yeah, in right. His early 60s. It, and and by the way, uh, healthier. Even though he couldn't walk, it sounds funny to say he's healthier. But in, in a sense, he probably was healthier when uh, certainly when he first ran. Than, than what we think of as Biden. By the way, um, a controversy that comes up is, uh, is, is Biden talking about his, uh, his son uh, dying uh, as, a, uh, uh, as a vet, right? And he was a, um, I don't know, have you heard this controversy that he said, mm -hmm. he said several times that, uh, that his son, Bo, um, died on, on the battlefield? And he really didn't yeah. die. He didn't die he on didn't. the battlefield. No, no, he may have. I'm not sure. He had brain cancer. He was only 46. I don't know if you can attribute any of these symptoms, uh, any any of these causes from his time spent in Iraq. I mean, he did. He was a good guy. He was an attorney general in Delaware, and he uh, he did his, he did, he served time in Iraq. He you know he was he, he I don't I'm not sure how he, or why he 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 contracted brain cancer i don't know i don't think i think the president is mistaken it's you know and it's you know he's probably very still very wrapped up over his son's passing even though it's been eight years yeah i, I just I, I you know no parent should ever have to bury a child no. i i met no. uh, uh bo biden uh twice i met bo biden in uh you know very um you know very short um sample size small sample size uh, but uh, seemed very, very nice, and uh, you know he was, he, you know he just uh, was a, a very uh, pleasant uh, guy, and it was a shame that he he passed away. But it's it's a strange controversy because he did he did serve, and he you know he went over there, and you know you can't take that away from him. But when Biden says, when President Biden says that that he was a um, that you know he was a casualty from the uh, from the battlefield. It's it's strange. I mean, you, you know, you got to watch if you're a let's say a Republican that uh, that you're going to criticize him for for putting him in, in uh, putting him in that category. Um, you're either going to um, be looked at as being very very cold hearted, or um, uh, you know, or or poking um, you know, I, well, it's the same thing, but but poking holes in the story of a man who lost a son to cancer. So. I, I mean, it's a it's it's a trap there, but uh, they are there are people talking about it and criticizing, um, uh, you know, criticizing uh, Biden uh, for for saying those things. Have you heard that? Have you heard the the criticism? Um, yeah, we've heard this, uh, you know, that, that especially from Republicans, you know, the real rabid Republicans like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert that. You know, uh, he's distorting the story, you know, and he, he doesn't care about anybody else. He doesn't care about the Marines who were killed um, in Afghanistan, who were, um, you know, the 12 Marines from when we when we left Afghanistan. And, and these they were the they were the uh, you know, they were the casualties. They were the um, you know, they 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 were the ones who took the hit because we couldn't protect them. We couldn't get them out in time. I think it's just you know this is it's memory. It's 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 also you know the fact that he's still very emotionally um, affected by it, and he and he says a lot of he tells a lot of tell, tall tales. You know this is I I think you have to 
forgive him. He, he lost his son, and it's it's and 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 it, it, I think every time he has to tell the story, it gets more and more, uh, it, it gets more and more intense. Yeah, uh, it, it just it, you know an amazing um, situation that we're watching unfold. The the tripping of Biden or the falling of Biden is is something that I know people are going to make fun of. And, uh, you know, it's it, it's terrible, you know, because any one of us could do. Trump could fall at any time. And I'm sure there's there's photos of Trump slipping or falling or, you know, like different things like that. But I remember um, running into a friend of mine and a friend of my wife's, uh, actually, and she's very anti-vaccine vaccine and, all you know, she was all that. And uh, which I'm not, by the way, I wish everybody mm-hmm. would have just gotten vaccinated. But you know, anyway, it, whatever, it's their, uh, you know, it's their bodies. I get it. And, and of course, there, there are, you know, we've talked about this off, off mic. There are those who have uh, bad reactions to it. But when Biden was running up the stairs of Air Force One, I think he was running up, he slipped and he tripped. Mm-hmm. And, yes, that was two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Okay. And. And a friend of mine, a friend of my my wife's, um, was in the supermarket. She said, "You you want me to get vaccinated by this? I'm going to let this guy stick a needle in me. He can't even walk up the stairs of a of an airplane." And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I don't know that. That's <laughs> I, I, you know, first of all, Biden's not sticking the needle in you, and uh, and and secondly, uh, you know, any one of us could could trip going up uh, a flight of stairs. So you know, you got to you got to be careful there. But it it will." It, it will turn nasty when when these kind of slips uh, happen. And and quite frankly, I, I'm not being nasty here, but I, I I'm not convinced that that Biden is completely lucid, um, you know, mentally uh, lucid. And, um, uh, you know, he looks physically. I mean, he you know, he looks all right and whatever. But uh, I, I don't know. He's uh, uh, his best days are beyond behind him. And, and I'm not you know, I, I hope I'm not accused of ageism there. Uh, or whatever, but I, I, am I wrong to think that that Biden's best days mentally are behind him? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's sad. I mean, you know, there were eighty-year-olds who were as spry as fifty-year-olds. You know, they they're they're sharp, they're active, but uh, you know, as, and with time, we all lose our edge, no matter who we are. And I'm, you know, interestingly enough, Henry Kissinger is a hundred years old, and uh, that he was interviewed. Um, now, of course, you know, you can tell this is a very elderly man. He can't sit up straight. His, his posture is all, he's, he's slouched. But he, he, he's very sharp. He's, uh, his mind is, works very well. He, was, he just went to the Bilderberg Conference, you know, that top secret yeah. elitist organization. He was there. He was, I don't know if he was a featured speaker, but he was on the, on the, um, um, in, in, uh, the, in, the, the list of invited guests. Uh, representing Henry Kissinger and Associates. Now I don't know how active he was. I don't know if he was, you know, he did the, you know, the, the, uh, the, 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 the mini marathon around, yeah. <laughs> around the premises. Yeah. But I'm sure pe- plenty of people went to talk to him or hear him speak, you know. And he ma- he made the trip. I'm, you know, that's a big trip. That it was held. Uh, where was it? Was it? I wasn't in Switzerland. I don't think it was in Switzerland. It was in one Germany. of the Is it Germany? I don't know if it was. They go all over. Maybe it was in Portugal. Could have oh, been in Portugal. Right. They, that's a big trip for a hundred, for you know any elderly person to make. I mean, he's he's. I don't know if he's traveling as much as he used to, but he certainly you know he's 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 still on you know he's on the circuit, 
and he sounds very lucid. So, uh, and then you compare someone who's similar in age to Joe Biden, um, Geraldo Rivera. I don't know if he's exactly his age. He might be a year or two off. But there's a big difference now. Not, not that Geraldo is the same, but um, he's on Fox News all the time, and uh, he sounds like a much younger man. He's lucid. Geraldo Rivera is lucid. I yes. Mean, nobody can take that. Whether you like what he's saying or don't like what he's saying, I think he's lucid. Right. And I think, right. I think he's a little bit. He's a little smarter, a little sharper in some ways. Yeah. yeah no doubt. Uh, listen, that's not even. Yeah. That's not even close. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, Look, we're going to we're going to be talking about this quite a bit. It is fascinating, I got to say, and and it is much more interesting with uh, DeSantis in there. If DeSantis wasn't in there, this would there'd be nothing to talk about, to be honest with you. It would just uh, you know, we'd be waiting for uh, Trump to, um, uh, you know, get a crown put on his head from the Republican Party. Yeah. Uh, now right. there's at least some drama involved. Yes, yes, there absolutely is. And we'll see. This is going to be a repeat of 2016. Well, uh, now, I don't know the exact schedule. I don't know. I think they're all going to be in. They'll be in Iowa. There's supposed to be the big debate later on, I think, toward the end of the summer. I think it's, it's being sponsored by the, you know, the Ronald Reagan uh, Foundation or, or Institute. Um, I don't know where that debate will be held, but Trump says he's not going. And then, you know, the events will start to unfold. And then as we get into 2024, you know, gradually, you know, some people will drop out. And, um, you know, the attention's going to be on, on Trump and DeSantis. The other people are just distractions. I hate to yeah. say that. But somebody will come out as a VP. Or somebody will become, you know, if, if, uh, you know, if, if, if uh, Trump is successful, somebody from there will get a big cabinet post, maybe chief of staff. Who knows? Um, but, um, you know, things have, have yet to unfold. We're in the very, we're very early yet. And, um I, 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 you know, a lot of things can happen, as you know. You know better than anyone else that things can happen. Big things can happen that we, we're not even, we're not even considering right now. Yeah, if you don't like the way things are going politically, just wait. In ten minutes, everything could be completely different. Mm -hmm. And uh, and you know, just ask, uh, you know, all kind. Ask Hillary, right? Ask, uh, <laughs> oh, ask yeah. Bernie Sanders. You know, <laughs> like how that, uh, how that, uh, you know, could change in a flick of an eye and a, a wink mm -hmm. of an eye uh amazing but melissa uh you know as as always we thank everyone for listening each and yes, every week we do we're very grateful for all of you and and we we just want you to you know you're you're, you're you know you we're all in this together and you guys know you know you guys know the score and um uh, without you, we we wouldn't have the, the the platform to to talk about all these things. Yeah, uh, amen. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Go to melissaiteljourn.com. Check out the documentaries. Uh, go to Melissa Vision on Roku and on uh, Amazon Fire, and check out the documentaries there if you want to see them on TV. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Jorn Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.